This is exactly right. You guys, we have some tour updates for you for the My Favorite Murder live show tour. Are you ready? Listen to this. <laughs> Wednesday, September 6th, Auckland, New Zealand. We're going to see you soon. Come to the show. Uh, th- Sunday, September 10th, we'll be in Melbourne at the Comedy Theater. Just We added a third show third to that. Third freaking show. Tuesday, September 12th, Sydney, Australia at the freaking Sydney Opera House. Yeah. That's the second Sydney show. We really want to sell the Opera House out. How cool would that be? Uh, Friday, September 29th, we're going to be at the Fillmore in Detroit, Michigan. That's the second, second night, second show that night. Saturday, September 30th, Toronto, Canada. And then we have a couple new tour dates to, um, announce. One day, what, I'm sorry. It's okay, go. You got it. All right. And then we have a couple new tour dates. Wednesday, October 18th, Minneapolis. Uh, we will be there. Does that say Minneapolis, Michigan? It does say Minneapolis, Steven? Michigan. And that's why I didn't say it. Wait, where's Minneapolis? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just Georgia real hard. Wait, where's... Minneapolis, Michigan. Oh, Minnesota. Minnesota. Oh, whoops. Even Sorry. I know that one. Guess I'm going to Minnesota. It's not just us. Uh... Okay, so we're, we're going to be in Minneapolis on Michigan. Wednesday, October 18th. Yeah, Saturday, November 11th, Dallas, Texas. There's a late show. And also Saturday, December 9th, we'll be in Kansas City. There's We're adding a late show at the Midland Theater. Fuck yeah, Kansas City. Oh, go to myfavoritemurder.com slash live. We also made a Facebook event page on our Facebook, myfavoritemurder.com slash MFM podcast with links to buy the correct non-scalped tickets. Yes. And then also once you get your tickets, those are the pages to go to to check if there are any updates. If you hear rumors of cancellation, if you hear anything to change, just go to our MFM Facebook um, live show pages and you can get all the latest information there right. on sale now on sale now see you soon <laughs> prayer hands for Karen there's a period of time where we know we're starting to be recorded but yeah. we're not sure we haven't really started and then we, we go into a different mode of conversation. It's like pressure's on. Pressure's on, but it may not have started yet. Right. So it's self-aware, but not, but still casual. Even as we're speaking right now, we're this not is, sure. This is the spot. This is it. This is it right okay. here. Okay, so let's start. I'm not recording. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Perfection. <laughs> hey, hi, welcome to my favorite murder, the mini so The mini so that gets you through your, this week as last week, it's flipped. So yeah. we are doing Unqualified with Anna Ferris special. It's the second part um, we did Tuesday. Now it's Thursday. You're getting your Minnesota. Don't get used to this. Yeah. It's not going to stay like this. Understandable that it's been confusing. We love you guys for sticking through it. It's, I, it's hard. It's hard. It's not the hardest thing you're ever going to go through. We hope. Well, no, I hope it is. We hope it's the hardest thing you're ever going to go through. It's not going to be. Yeah. And then really, do you want to live your life like that? No. You need challenges. Challenges are what make you great. Yeah, uh, are what make you talented. Give you what gives you the knowledge that you can withstand anything. That's right, and the kind of inner wisdom. Yeah. Um, God, you're welcome. God, it teaches you about God. It teaches you all about the Lord. <laughs> you know, a uh, friend. I just need people to know. For those of you who were letting uh, contacting me. Uh, can oh. I, and this is re the story I told last week about my g- dogs getting out of my gate. Yes, my dogs are chipped. 
Yes, my dogs people are chipped. Are asking you that? Yes, my. No, people. I think they just yeah, get concerned. People are like, mm. "Are we dealing with a person who doesn't understand how to have dogs?" In this day and age, they did get out three times. <laughs> so kind of. They weren't totally out of bounds. Still, I want to be defensive and say, "Yeah, my fucking dogs are chipped." Okay. Uh, and I've now written George's name and my phone number on her collar. Oh, I thought you put my my name and phone number on your dog's collar. George's <laughs> name. I was like, "What?" So they'll get a hold of you. I think it's the best way because I'm almost always here recording. This podcast with you. I just get a call. What if you never told me that? I get a call and they're like, "Hey, your dogs are out." I'm like, "I don't know." And they like describe them to me, and I'm like, Those "And they're are, they're yelling at you." How do you know my? Yes, they're, they're chipped. Yes, they're chipped. Um, fuck, that's funny. I want to have a corrections corner real quick and say that I will never eat food in the microphone again. Then I apologize. Oh, did you do that? Like not last week, the week before when we did that, we had the burgers. Oh, you ate right into the microphone? I didn't know. I thought Steve was going to fucking edit that out. But then I realized I was talking in a way that was like, you couldn't edit. I was like saying a thing that was important. Okay, I want to say this. Um, I've, I apologize to you for putting a time crunch onto a recording oh. where there were people who uh, messaged us and they were like, are you guys okay? Because <laughs> Because... We were talking so fast, trying to get done by like ten thirty or whatever. Yeah, and yet the episode like, was trying still to get done. an hour and a half, an hour and forty five minutes long. Yes, we can't do this quickly. Like I'll never, okay. be, I'll never even attempt again. But it made me laugh really hard. Did we? I didn't know that. Yeah. Oops. I mean, that's what you know. Some people said we just did a live uh, reading of our new tour dates. Can I read a tweet really quickly? Sure. That I thought was hilarious. A girl named Allie, two L's, two E's. Wrote me. Yay, my favorite murder is doing a, sh- a show nearby on August, wait, on October 14th. Fiance, that's our wedding day. You, w- <laughs> you will be busy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I almost scheduled a dentist appointment on my wedding day. <laughs> like a month before. I was like, yeah, okay, let's do March 5th. Oh, wait a minute. No, I'm oh, sorry. I'm not, I can't do that. I'm not free that day. And I wrote it or in ever my again. calendar wedding <laughs> like, and i was like oh no i have something that- oh it's my wedding yeah i have something that day something that day yeah. but you know what? i'm gonna cancel it i'll i'll be here <laughs> uh so yeah this is where we read your um your stories of your hometown murders that you remember from your childhood from your mom's childhood maybe you're just making it up maybe you made we it don't up. care um and we're gonna read them to you and uh we have a couple good ones this week i'm excited yeah steven really did his he did his due diligence he did. which we expect from steven we always get from steven yeah but at the same time i'm still grateful for it yeah i just like, like to say that's his one job and yeah. he fucking knocked it out of the park yeah um, due diligence dude steven's all about due diligence Steven steven's a million jobs with us yeah but the number one is due diligence i want to go into much more specific job assignment task assignment to steven like figure out bill pay for every bill in my life i want to do things <laughs> like that to steven where i'm like well i've never been able to figure it out do you know why my, don't you do it do you know my dad offered to do my bookkeeping are you serious? Yeah. Because I emailed... I'll tell you later. Wait, is that what he does for a living? No. He, oh, he dads, you have to say no. He dads for a living. <laughs> He's just a dad. He's just a dad. He dads around. Like, I'll take... I'm like, I can't do it. <laughs> I messaged my account and I was like, I just spend more money and throw money at IRS. I can't do this. Because I call him IRS. 
And he's like, well, why don't I come over one day and I'll take care of your book. We'll do it together. Which is like when I was a kid, he had to like give me flashcards and teach me. So he's a good teacher? Yeah. Oh, that's then that's great. He's smart. He has OCD. He knows his shit. Yeah. See, my dad, uh, I can't ask him to help me do anything because the yelling starts... Within 45 seconds Where it's like How come you don't know It's it's Since I was a small child It's the way It's the reason I am the way I am And then you start yelling back at him Yes because because I don't know You'd be like Ask one question in an algebra book Where you'd be like So And then my dad would go Hold on Yeah this new math And he'd start reading the book And I'd be like Forget it Forget it I'll just figure it out myself That's me I'll just do it myself I'll just do it myself I hate that when you do ask someone a question And they don't know the answer Instead of like Saying I don't know Or yeah. I, I, could, I could look at it They just start Never never mind Yeah I don't I'm not asking you to I'm not asking you To go do your own Fucking errand With right. my problem Even like Do you know how to spell this word And they're like Let me look it up And like You know what I can look it up myself I just <laughs> wanted to know If you know how to sp- Put your phone down Vince if This is a I wanted it the fastest way right. The fastest and most human way Right Wow look. That was a Damn God damn We're I got pissed. real angry No we're fucking pissed Listen Look, look and listen. Okay, are you ready? I'm so ready. My cocker spaniel saved me from getting kidnapped. Yay. Hello, MFM family. Nice. This is great. Love your podcast. We'll get right to the point because I'm a professor and school's about to start and life is chaos. (laughs) (laughs) I love this person. Hell yeah. Okay, when I was a kid, I had a cocker spaniel, Sassy. Sassy. (laughs) Oh, that is such a kid's dog's name. Let's say I'm Sassy. Did you used to get Sassy Magazine? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, All right. Yeah. <laughs> I Wait, don't. yeah. I think I knew it, but didn't get it. Sassy Magazine was, uh, they had like, it, they used to have Teen Vogue or some teen version of a fashion magazine, and then they got rid of it and they put out Sassy. And it was like the 90s. Oh, amazing. Like most real Gen X. Kurt and, Kurt and Courtney were on the cover of yes. it. Like it was so badass. It was really, it, look up old. Old, uh, I was going to say episodes of it because it's really good. Anyhow, <laughs> Sassy, who was uh, scared of a lot of things, Sad. she would pee on herself when people came to the door. Oh God, I do that too. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> or if anyone tried to pet her when we were out on a walk. That's, maybe she just had to pee all the time. <laughs> um, generally, she found people that weren't my family terrifying. Uh, I've always been interested in animals, turned out. That pa- turn that passion into a career. I'm a psychologist who studies how animals think and reason. And now I have wow. the best job ever. Yes, you do. Holy shit. Come over and talk to Elvis. My God. I mean, me. is this a person that's like watching videos of apes using tools and no, shit? They don't want to talk to my cats, you mean? Oh, I'm I like, mean, real shit. no, no, not comparatively. <laughs> no, that's just the first thing I think. Yeah. Did you see that the video? It was a viral video of a. It was a some kind of an ape or chimpanzee that was using a stick and fire to roast marshmallows. No, it's the greatest. I thought okay. you were going to say the gorilla who's in the kiddie pool and sw- and turning around and <laughs> dancing and going crazy. <laughs> Did you see? It really shows how they think. <laughs> they really think I got to dance. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. I play games with dogs for science. Oh, I didn't. I should have finished that. Um, 
So yeah. I would take our dogs. Uh, we had another one who isn't in this story, but she was awesome too. <laughs> to the field at the school about a block from our house to work on their obedience training. One day I was there with Sassy and this guy approached me and tried to talk to me. He didn't get very close because as soon as he came near me, nervous little Sassy went nuts. <gasps> she started barking and growling and lunging at this guy. This was a dog who usually peed herself and hid behind me when she saw wow. a stranger. And here she was going on the attack. The guy walked away and I felt kind of bad that she had acted that way innocent little me thought that he was maybe trying to ask for directions or something yeah yeah adults don't ask kids for help uh that was in parentheses the next day i was at the grocery store with my dad and saw sketches of the <gasps> same guy posted on the community announcements board at the front of the store no. apparently he had been trying to lure kids away from schools in the area and police were trying to find him i told my dad and a few days later they reported on the evening news that he had been arrested from then on i've always trusted my dog's instincts more than my own yeah i think everyone is great until proven otherwise um and it has served me well on more than one occasion on a happy note my fiance my fiance say and i met through our dogs we were both looking to rent houses that were big dog friendly and kept running into each other at the same rental houses oh. <gasps> that's the most precious meat oh. cute i've ever heard yeah. Hi. Hi! Oh my God, it's you again! Oh, you're looking. What would you think of the last one? Kind of uh, gross, I liked, right? And I mean, it did smell. It smelled terrible. It was crazy. Do you like wallpaper? I, I love too. wallpaper. Oh my God, I love wallpaper of dogs. <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> uh, and our dogs are going to be the maid of honor and best man at our <laughs> wedding next summer. Oh my god! And then she, these are the best human beings that have ever existed. In parentheses, she wrote, "Yep, we're those people." <laughs> Stay sexy, don't get murdered, and always trust your dog, Ellen. I love it. Oh I was my always god! Bummed that Elvis couldn't and Mimi couldn't be in the wedding. <laughs> Can you imagine just let them loose? They're, in they're the just room. wandering yeah. around, licking stuff. <laughs> they're serving hors d'oeuvres. No, I wanted them to work in the wedding because mm. it was cater waiter expensive. Yeah, yeah. just oh, right. What if they were the bartenders? Oh my god, just like little gin and tonics on their backs. Oh! <laughs> well, kitties. Okay, that was amazing. Mm-hmm. That was. Those are very sweet people. I love. What it. was her name? I'm sorry, Ellen. Ellen. Thank you, Ellen. All right. Thank you, Ellen. Okay, this one. Ooh, this is a doozy. This is called. I thought she moved away. Oh, what? <laughs> uh, yeah. First off, let me say that all caps. I love these. I love these podcasts so much. <laughs> Sorry. Just all of them in general. I do too. Yeah. They're so fun. She sent this to everyone. She sent this to what's another podcast? To this, the president of podcasting. This American Life. She sent this to. Uh, I love it, these podcasts. <laughs> Keep these it up. Uh, it is exactly what I wanted and I didn't even know I had been looking for it. I have generalized anxiety. Yay. And I have spent my life imagining worst case scenarios. Me too. Yep. If both friends entertain me <laughs> you awesome ladies cracking jokes and talking about murder are the best anyway okay so when i was about six in 1992 my family lived for a couple years in da dalzell south carolina d-a-l-z-e-l-l -L. 
Dazzle. You got it. Dazzle. Um, it's about 15 minutes. And then she says it's this place. It's about 15 minutes from Sumter, South Carolina. I don't know where that is either. Like You nailed that one, though. Sumter? That's got to be. Sure. It, right. We lived in a trailer park, but it was a well-built one. Um, <laughs> honey, I was not going to talk shit on trailer parks. I love them. No shame. Uh, no with shame. neat yards and fairly new mobile homes. Across the street from, we, from me lived a little girl about my age named Virginia. Yeah, I would go over to her house sometimes and play and we became pretty good friends. Sidebar, I was a shy kid and got made fun of a lot. So having a friend was not the norm for me at that point. Oh, Aww. she moved away unexpectedly and we didn't get a chance to say goodbye. Uh oh. I always felt like it was somehow my fault that she left without saying goodbye. Oh, double. Uh oh, I guess that's uh oh. Um, <laughs> that's an uh oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Anyway, cut to about 11 or 12 years later, I'm watching an old home video my family made to send to my grandparents instead of a normal letter of our new home in South Carolina. No, we never sent it because I both farted and cursed on the tape. Wow. <laughs> ah, youth. <laughs> in the tape, I go inside for something, and it's just my dad and my brother, who was 12 or 13 at the time, sitting on the porch, recording nothing in general. My brother is shooting the neighborhood, then points out Virginia's house and zooms in saying, you see that house? Somebody died in that house. His voice is full of miserable, puberty-ridden teenage glory. <laughs> then dad says, Dylan, hush, your sister's inside. Ah. <gasps> Then I come out and we go about filming nothing, etc. What? So, oh, okay. You're just sitting there watching this video. This is my dream. Like, you get to watch moments where you're not there. <sighs> yeah. Like, but that they're relevant to you somehow. Hopefully not too painfully. Like someone talking shit on you. Yeah. But like, you know... But this is the best because it's secrets. Yeah. Secrets you don't know. So she's at this point, like, 18 years old watching this thing. If you saw that in a movie, you'd be like, I doubt it. Yeah. And who watches a video from way back? I don't but know. But also in that, in that when those videos cameras first came out, remember it was just like people would record yeah. nothing for hours. Yeah. It'd be like, it's Christmas. And it'd be like six hours of the most nobody, boring shit. Nobody knows how to edit. Yeah. No. Yeah. There's no editing. Or just kind of stop recording right. and, and wait for something good. Well, I do that with the, I, There's like 12 minutes of me just recording Elvis <laughs> doing nothing because he had done something cute like a minute before. Right. You want to recapture it somehow? Yeah. This is about me. Okay. Um, I'll go by point. I, about 17 or 18 then, had apparently never seen this tape. I asked my mom about it and she told me that Virginia's mother had actually gone crazy, shot her daughter, then <gasps> shot herself. <sighs> because I was so young and it was such a terrible event, they just told me she had moved away. So yeah, I've actually tried to find out some details about it, but I haven't had any luck. I don't remember their last name, the mother's name, and I assume she was divorced because I don't think I remember a dad being in the picture. Other than that, I have no other details besides the street name. Wow. Sam, thanks again for the amazing gift that is this podcast. Oh, so these podcasts. Isn't the <laughs> oh, my God. Sam, that story is haunting. Yeah. Creepy. I mean, that's kind of like perfection. And it's that thing of like through the filter of a little child's yeah. mind where it's kind of good. They probably didn't tell her except for then when you don't know the truth, yeah. your little child's brain fills in the detail. It's, it's her fault. She, yeah. She probably, you know, it's so weird. Do you have these events where you're like, oh, I was, I've been stuck with this horrible thought of this thing happening for so long because I interpreted it wrong. Yes. And it's actually not, not the way I thought it was like that kind of thing. Yes. Like someone. Yeah. 
I'm trying to think if there was one where it was like, oh, no, I was wrong about that the whole time. There were, well, whatever. I don't want to keep talking about it. No, myself. I mean, there. Uh, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. I feel like that's what a lot of therapy is about. It's yeah. like, can you look on your past and instead of believing that what you think your life has been is just fact, yeah. it's actually your skewed perception from your angle of like fear and anxiety and, you know, like need to protect yourself. Yeah. Did I tell you... Can I say this really quickly? Because this was such a huge moment for me when Vince and I started going to a new therapist. He's amazing. Um, Vince is amazing, too. But I had this, like, narrative. Vince's mom died when he was, like, really young. His dad never remarried. My parents divorced when I was really young, never remarried. And, I, and my narrative was like, well, we need to go to therapy because we don't have an example of what a good marriage looks like. And we don't know and blah, blah, blah. And the, the minute I said that to the therapist, he was like, Vince has a good idea of what a good marriage looks like. His dad wore his ring until he died and never got remarried and was that was his wife and he was sticking with it so vince did have a good fucking image of what a good marriage was and i was like oh i'm an asshole i was totally wrong you're not an asshole you just you just had your version of like you just had your perception of it and you couldn't have thought of it a different way because you'd never because that wasn't your experience but that's an amazing point so much from the way i think about my relationship with Vince now it just was like oh fuck you're totally right isn't that weird it's weird but that's also such a beautiful thought I'm so happy about it it's such a beautiful lovely like I think things like that are hard to come up with yourself yeah because that's like somebody you need a therapist you need a a, like a scientific kind of official person to tell you best case scenario because you won't trust it if you tell yourself yeah you'll be like oh I'm lying to myself and I better I better tell myself worst case scenario so I'm more prepared but like that's the thing I love the best about my therapist she'll be like the first time she said it she goes you're very when you get scared she goes when you get scared you're you tell it you're you tell yourself very mean stories Ooh. and i was like what and then she, like in just it's like anytime i have social anxiety or i'm nervous about oh. dating or any kind of thing it's like i will just go like worst case scenario here's the here's what's happening and so then i'm always just like and it has okay. everything to do with you being a horrible awful nobody monster blah, blah, monster right. so you tell yourself mean things about yourself just so that i go like oh, okay i get i get what's happening here i'm now going to not care i have to cut myself <sighs> off emotionally so that because it's the worst case and really you're you are uh, in charge of the outcome because you did that. Yes. So like the outcome could have been totally different. Oh girl, I've shut down. Well, why are we talking about this? <laughs> why know. are we always ready? The subject line of this one is my school janitor. It's and the- okay that we did that. Yeah. Right? Yes. Okay. I mean, it's our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I think this is? This is a little touch of the unqualified with Anna Ferris coming okay. through. It's fun to talk about shit like that. It is. All right. Uh, uh. There's something about the sound of an old-timey cash register that really takes me back. I know. It sounds like someone is about to hand me an ice cream cone, but it also sounds like we just sold some merch. That's right. And if you're a Shopify user like us, you know that this sound means you just made a sale. Shopify has helped millions of businesses sell their products online, but did you know they also offer the same support for brick and mortar stores? From accepting payments to managing inventory, they have everything you need to sell in person. So give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. 
Shopify POS tracks sales across all your locations. That way you'll always know what you have in stock and where. They also provide reliable tech that fits your unique retail needs, like turning a tablet into a credit card reader. And if you're looking to reach new customers, check out Shopify's marketing tools. They're easy to use and they integrate with all social media platforms. With Shopify, we have a powerful partner for managing our sales. And if you're a business owner, you can too. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period today at shopify.com murder. And here's the important note, that promo code is all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash murder and take your retail business to the next level. That's shopify.com slash murder. Again, don't forget the code is all lowercase. Goodbye. Hey, Karen, you know that feeling when you're stressed out and your heart starts to pound and your mind is racing? I do. I know it well. Well, while there's no cure for stress, therapy can help shape your response to it. And since May is Mental Health Awareness Month, there's no better time to try Talkspace. When you sign up for Talkspace, you'll receive a personalized match with a therapist or psychologist, typically within 48 hours. Forbes rates Talkspace as the number one online therapy platform, plus their licensed professionals are in network with almost all major insurance companies. Once you meet your therapy goals, or if you want to cancel for any reason, Talkspace will provide you with a prorated refund for unused time. I feel like these days people understand the importance of therapy, but the difficult part is just taking that first step. It took me months to make my first therapy appointment. I was so scared. I had a lot of ideas in my head about it. And that's why I think Talkspace is such a good idea, because making it so approachable will just get you there sooner. Then you can actually get in there, figure out what you need, talk to an actual professional, and be on your way to solving some stuff that you might want to solve. To celebrate Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking it out in therapy, Talkspace is offering our listeners $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. Go to Talkspace.com slash MFM and use promo code SPACE80. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash MFM and enter promo code SPACE80 and get $80 off your first month and show your support for our show. That's Talkspace.com slash MFM. Enter promo code SPACE80. Goodbye. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, and June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman, on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens, and don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the detective club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out, you never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Goodbye. 
my school janitor and the time my dad was part of a manhunt. All right. It's on. Let's do it. Hi, George and Karen. This is a pretty crazy story coming from a place that usually encounters no violent crimes. My best friend from my hometown got me hooked on the podcast and may have already wrote in about this, but hopefully it gets read. That's hilarious. They're in like a race to tell the story. This person's winning. Well, Cassidy won. Okay. We, uh, we grew up in a really small, like less than 500 people small town in Northern Maine called St. Francis. That's so pretty. I bet it smells like the salty sea air. Oh, and lobster. Um, and and like men with really unruly beards mm-hmm. and bo. Uh, <laughs> so, okay, set the scene. <laughs> really smell the scene. <laughs> it's a town where legit everyone knows everyone, and you would never expect anyone from town being capable of such a horrific crime. Oh, uh-huh. in the early summer of 2014, a man named Jesse Mark. Kez or Mark Marquis. I think it's Marquis. Jesse Marquis had just been dumped by his girlfriend. Mm. The story is that he was pretty drunk and this happened late at night. He went into the room of his girlfriend, Amy Thoreau, and both shot and stabbed her 11 times. Shit. Talk about fucking overkill. It says in this email. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only did he murder her in her own bedroom, there were other people in the house. Mm. Fuck. They promptly called the police uh, as Marquis left with the gun. There are a lot of woods near us. Yes, I would imagine that. Um, and it's on the border of Canada, so law enforcement was concerned he would jump the very unenforced border. Mm. My dad, it's just a, it's just a border. It's just a line of maple syrup that's going across. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, they promptly called the police. Oh, sorry. There were a lot of, uh, said that already. My dad is a game warden and was a member of the search, which lasted for six days before finding him in the woods. He was found guilty by a jury and sentenced 25 years to life. Amy had two young children who will now not get to share their lives with their mother. This murder did spark a huge anti-domestic violence movement in town and surrounding areas. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. The most fucked up part. Oh, good. The most (laughs) fucked up part about this murder is that Marquis used to work as a bus driver and janitor at my tiny school and all the students loved him. And he seemed like such a cool guy. He had such an impact on my eighth grade class that in 2008, when we graduated eighth grade, we fucking dedicated our yearbook to him no little did we know that six years later he'd snap and now we have a creepy yearbook dedication to a murderer <sighs> anyway that's my hometown murder hope you enjoyed it stay sexy don't get murdered cassidy oh my god that's i mean the yearbook thing is crazy well then you just want to know what happened in that six years yeah. or like in that decade or what or that night the behind the scenes yes exactly was it the, was it all one night yeah, that he just snapped. Or was it like a slow erosion? Yeah. Oh, that's hawks. Um, I'm, mur- I'm telling you, murders in Maine. I'm I'm a hundred percent here for murders in Maine. That must be a show on Oxygen or something. And I'm, I'm pitching it. I. This is my way of telling you I'm pitching it to Oxygen. <laughs> oh. All right. <laughs> well, I'm doing murders in Maryland. Oh, uh, fuck. <laughs> I guess murders in Mississippi is. <laughs> <laughs> what about. Yeah, okay. Uh, all right. This one's called Vicarious Encounters with Infamous Men. Mm. Mm. Okay. Hey, MFM crew. All right. What up? I've been a fan from the very beginning. Earlier this week, I was having a couple beers with my dad. We have a strange relationship. You ready for this? Yeah. We have a strange relationship since he spent 17 years in prison in New York State for killing my mom when I was three and a half. 
Whoa, wow. <laughs> when I read that, I was like, great job, Steven. Wow. <laughs> great job picking this one. Fuck. I know. Okay. She says, I know, I know. How can I still see or talk to him, right? I'll just say it's complicated. Not no, right. Shit. We don't, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm it's not, your father. Yeah, I get it. There's lots of, there's lots of things. And understandable that alcohol's involved when you guys hang out. My, my mom didn't <laughs> even kill anyone and I have to fucking drink around <laughs> her when I'm with her. Look, I mean, you only have two parents. I mean, the enormity of that. Yes. It's, ju- it's just like, no one will ever understand that unless they've gone through it. Yeah. And who knows what the dad said? I mean, who knows? Yeah. Anyway, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Anyway, for the, she says, anyway, I'm not <laughs> saying it to you. Anyway, Karen. Anyway. Uh, anyway, for the first time this week, I really got some details about what prison was like. He apparently only ever spent a month in quote, the box or solitary confinement because he refused to snitch on a guy who started a fight with him. He said, having a reputation as a snitch stays with you the whole time you're inside. The only thing worse is being a convicted child molester. He was in Attica for a while and he said that he used to play pinochle with David Berkowitz. (laughs) The guy who was son of Sam. I mean, I hope this isn't a lie, but if it is, it's great writing. It doesn't Pinochle is the funniest card game that you could name. And you're playing it with son of Sam. With son of Sam. Fuck. Great. Just great contrast. I love it. Okay. While he was there, he and a guard would make each other laugh by walking by Mark David Chapman's cell and singing John Lennon's songs. No. What the fuck? <laughs> Holy shit. Fuck. All in all, a pretty fucked up situation, but it has occasionally yielded some interesting stories. I love you both, and I hope that next time you're in Philadelphia, we can hang out and be BFF. I'll make you cookies. In the meantime, stay sexy and don't get murdered. I'll do the same. Smooches to you and Steven and the animal crew. XOXO, Steph. 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 That's, I mean, that's fascinating. Fuck, what an interesting person, her. I mean, her. All of it. Yeah. Also, just that... The experience of a person, you know how like the inside prison experiment, all those shows, it's also, I'm, cause I'm sure it's hellish and terrible, like the mm-hmm. night of or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's all just like this huge panic, but like kind of an- anecdotal mm-hmm. stories about being inside prison is, is a very fascinating yeah. way to get that information. Cause the imagine, you'd imagine the like day to day stuff is like, it's pretty boring. Right. It becomes like, you know, you're 12 years into a life sentence and you're like, this is what I do now. And yeah. I, well, yeah, there's been a couple of fights and I've had to go and there's this and that, but there's probably not much going on. Until someone jumps you in the laundry room. Yeah. With a shank. Is that what they use? Maybe they shank you. Maybe they garrot you. Maybe you learn to make prison wine. <laughs> Maybe you, you are able to order through the guy that gets stuff like a catalog. Yeah. You can get yourself some mushrooms. Top ramen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> some mushrooms for your top ramen. Can you imagine doing drugs and mushrooms in a fucking prison? I think you'd go out of your goddamn mind. But I think it's just yeah. to get, just to pass the time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, mushrooms would be bad, though, because you'd be like, I keep seeing skulls everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Okay. Okay. My grandma, (laughs) my grandma provided a getaway for the acid lady. All right. Okay. Hi, Karen, Georgia, Stephen, and various pets. My grandma is completely obsessed with true crime. Oh, my God. That's the best. One of the things she and I always do together is watch reruns of Forensic Files and Dateline. 
One night, while watching an episode of Dateline on Larissa Schuster, a.k.a. the Acid Lady, my grandma casually mentions that she was involved in this. What? Being the weirdo that I am, I needed details. You're not a weirdo, friend. You'd be weird if you didn't fucking say, what the fuck are you talking about, grandma? Yeah, the weirdo is the person that goes, would you like some more tea? And like gets up and walks away. That's the weirdo. Okay, if you're not from Fresno, (laughs) then you may not know about her, but Larissa Schuster was this woman who in 2003 murdered her husband. She and her lab partner incapacitated her husband, Tim, using chloroform and a stun gun. I bet they were boning, right? Well, right, probably. And then put his body in a 55-gallon barrel full of hydrochloric acid and left it to dissolve in a storage unit. Seriously, look up this case because it's whack. Whoa. (laughs) Whack in all caps. Uh, my grandma at the time was a travel agent and and booked Larissa and her son on a trip to Disney World and then Missouri, which ended up being her getaway Shut after the murder. Up. It was in the Missouri airport that Larissa was arrested. The biggest thing my grandma talks about is how, um, oh, talks about though, is how annoyed she was about having to drive to LA for the trial to testify, which is a classic grandma move. Oh my God. Basically, both Larissa and her lab partner were sentenced to life in prison, and my grandma is a badass. SSDGM, Hannah. Wow. That's amazing. That's so cool. I really. Older, like the older women who have been murderinos since the thirties is my jam. I want to hear about all of those. That is so weird. You don't think about that. You think about it being such a like, um, what's it called? Like new thing. Right. Modern thing being into murder, but it's no, not no, no crime, true crime. Yeah. Cause all those pictures, you think of all those like courtroom pictures, half the people in that room do not need to be there. They're purely yeah. there just to watch proceedings yeah. take place because remember when we were on tour and there was that woman that was telling us there, she was at yes a really famous court i can't remember if it was ted bundy or if it was yeah she was older and john she, wayne gacy yeah and she, she was like telling us all about going there and waiting beforehand and sitting in the in the in the courtroom that's so crazy i love because back then it wasn't on tv yeah you had to go to the courtroom <laughs> to like get yours wow Amazing. So cool. Um, send us your grandma's stories, you guys. Please, please. <laughs> or if they just have kind of good stories. Any story. Yeah. It doesn't have to be murder. We like all this. Um, um, so yeah, send your stories to my favorite murder. Gmail. Uh, don't put links in there. Yeah, we don't care about links. No. Um, we won't click your link to your weird credit card. What? <laughs> just so, like if they're, oh. if it's spam. Links look it. like spam to me. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why I said that. It doesn't matter. Okay. Um, <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> and we're going to go back to normal next week with a regular old, regular, you know, life. Yeah. The But it's good that we, we broke up the, the pace, the pattern. Yeah. We, we mess with people's minds. Keeping you on your toes. It's a whole new world. Well, there you go. That's what it is. Stay sexy. Don't get murdered. Bye. Bye. Oh, Elvis, want a cookie? Oh, yeah. Good boy. Want a cookie?